Good morning and welcome to another Daily Word and Prayer. This is Friday, May 7th. A great day. I hope you're having a great day. I know you're going to have a good day. And I thank you all for joining me today for the Word of God and prayer. We know, we believe, we are convinced that God's Word getting into our life every day, praying over it, it'll make a difference. And so thank you for joining me. If you're new, I especially greet you. Make sure you hit the like button and um, leave a comment. Tell me where you're from and um, tell your friends. And for the rest of us, thanks for coming back day after day. We are, we've been looking at the commands of Christ today, and I titled this morning's message, A Radically Different Path to Greatness. What had happened, Jesus was coming into Jerusalem, and of course, everyone was expecting he was going to become the king. He is the Messiah, and he was going to reign. And so James and John's mother, being a good mother, said, um, hey, Jesus, when you come to um, power, how about if my son sit on your right and your left? And Jesus said, well, you don't know what you're asking for. Can they drink the, can they experience the same baptism I have? They said, yeah, sure we can. They didn't realize what was coming. Jesus said, well, you'll experience that. But when the others heard about this, they became indignant. They thought, you know, this jockeying for position, they didn't like it. They didn't like people interfering here. And we'll pick it up in verse 24. And hearing this, the 10 became indignant. Excuse me, Matthew chapter 20, verse 24. The 10 became indignant with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. It is not this way among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. What an interesting passage here as Jesus talks about what is greatness. Notice he didn't reprove the brothers for wanting to become great. He just wanted to redefine what greatness was. And in our world today, we often think of greatness in the world. Greatness is power. I have power over people. I have authority over people. I can tell people what to do. Remember earlier the the centurion who met Jesus, and he, Jesus healed his daughter. But the centurion said, I say to one, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he comes. They do what I tell them. I have power. I'm great. Jesus says, it's not that way amongst you. As a matter of fact, it's just the opposite. He says, if you want to be great, you become a servant. What is a servant? A servant is someone who honors others. A servant is someone who delights in the success of someone else. You know, usually we, you know, the, 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 the powerful leader delights in his own success. But servanthood means I delight in making others successful. I delight in helping others. I want to be a blessing to others. I want to do good to other people. I want to see others. I want to be a stepping stone to other people rather than a stumbling block to them. So the question becomes, who are you serving? God doesn't, God doesn't reprove us or reprimand us for wanting to be great. But he does reprimand us if we choose the wrong path to greatness. 
God wants us to be people who honor others, who love others, who delight in helping others be successful. God has made us this way. He didn't make you to be just independent off all by your own, but rather he made you someone to work with others, to help others, to be a blessing to other people. This is what we want to be. I hope you and I will be great in God's kingdom. Whether you're great in the world or not, you'll be great in God's kingdom. Now, notice, this does not mean you can't be a leader. Jesus was the greatest in God's kingdom. He was a leader, and he did tell people what to do, and he, did, he, he, he directed people. But he did it, he used his authority to serve them. As Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians, God gave him authority not to tear people down, but to build them up. God does give people authority, and God does want, want us to exercise authority, but not to build people up, but to protect them, to serve them, to build them up, to empower others. This is why God gives authority. Well, when we think about this, these definitions of greatness, I have a question for you. Who comes to your mind as someone who's really great? I mean, we usually think of, you know, a politician as being someone great or someone who commands an army, maybe. Again, these are our, our definitions, our worldly definitions. But in God's kingdom, the greatest people are the greatest servants, the people who serve the most. And um, I don't know, the first ones that come to my mind are moms. And this is Mother's Day weekend, and maybe this, uh, maybe this message is an appropriate one. But if you ask me, who are the people who are like the greatest servants on earth as a class of people, as a group of people, it's got to be the mothers because they literally, literally labor to bring a child into, to bring someone else into the world and literally lay down their lives for them over and over again. And, and you know, who, who doesn't know a mother who hasn't lost sleep, who hasn't worried, who hasn't uh, who hasn't sacrificed greatly for her children. And so on this Mother's Day weekend, I want you to remember your mom is great. And you moms out there, let me give you a great shout out because you are great. And I say this because in our culture, motherhood, motherhood doesn't t typically bring power to people. We, we have been so affected by the feminist movement of the 50s and 60s as it started there the, the, that says the men have all the power and the women, they just stay home and raise the kids. And, and the, the role of motherhood has been put down. As a matter of fact, do you realize the news just out this week that America today has the lowest rate of birth we've ever had? People just aren't having babies. Motherhood isn't seen as an honorable, good calling, vocation in life. We're having less children than they're having over in North Korea. Our, repro our reproducing rate is less than theirs. As a matter of fact, we won't be able to sustain our nation at the rate we're reproducing without significant immigration. We, we, we wouldn't continue to grow. We would begin to shrink as a nation. Well, moms, what you do is a noble task. What you do is great in the kingdom of God. Your servanthood, it doesn't bring the big bucks, does it? You don't get paid to be a mom. 
As a matter of fact, you might not you might not be in the workplace because you're a mom, and you may be home, and you may be a single income family, uh, like we were, single income, lots of kids, and and uh, and it may look like your role is economically not advantageous, and it might look like you're. You're, you're not getting ahead. You're not getting the power you deserve, the greatness you deserve, the uh, acknowledgement you deserve, but hang in there because you do. Your children will rise. You'll be a good mother. Your children will rise up. They'll bless you. They'll call you great. They'll give you honor. And this is far greater than anything that a, an, an employer or a, uh, a boss would ever offer you. This type of greatness in God's kingdom just like everything in God's kingdom. It takes faith to believe this because the rewards are not immediate. The rewards are in the distant future. As we serve Christ, our rewards are like in eternity, right? Our ultimate rewards are in eternity. And so often, even our earthly rewards here, and God does reward us and God does bless us here on earth, but so often those earthly rewards and blessings aren't realized immediately. The world offers immediate gratification. God's blessings require patience, waiting, development of character, servanthood, love, humility, laying down our life, and then he honors us, and he does. And so might you be honored today. And a special shout out to your moms. Don't forget her this weekend. Finally, wasn't it interesting to see, and I mentioned this in last night's daily email, that Jesus didn't call us to serve him. And I, and I did some searching through the Gospels, and I couldn't find a place where Jesus said, serve me. He said, I did not come to be served. I came to serve. What king would do this? What king would say, I didn't come to, serve you, to be served by you. I came to serve you. Jesus did. What an awesome God. What king would say, I mean, the kings out there say, I want you to die for me. What king would say, I'm going to come to die for you? What a radically different person Jesus was. There's never been someone like him before or since. There really hasn't. Muhammad wasn't like that. Buddha wasn't like that. Krishna wasn't like that. None of these, no other great religious leader was like that, that I'll lay down my, I'll die for you. No, they expect you to die for them. And Jesus said, I did not come to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for you. Now he did call us to follow him. He, and he was the model of serving God and serving others. So I'm not saying we shouldn't serve God, we shouldn't serve others, we shouldn't serve Jesus. But Jesus' message was not, hey, come serve me. His message was, follow me as I serve you and I serve others. And today we are servants, followers of Jesus. And as we follow, we serve, we're servants. We delight in the success of others. We are, we are a channel of God's love and blessing to other people. Amen? Father in heaven, we thank you for your radically different kingdom principles. Father, we can't all make it to the top. The world only reserves a few spots for the really wealthy, the really successful, the really powerful. But in your definition, Lord, of servanthood, it gets to the bottom. It, it blesses others. It Greatness is servanthood. Greatness is to help others. Greatness is to love others and honors others. Lord, the door is open for all of us. Anyone can become great in your kingdom. The world is very limited. You've got to have the brains. You've got to have the money. You've got to have the connections. 
you got to have the aptitudes, the skills. Very few people, very few people get to the top in the world. But, Father, greatness in your kingdom, it's open to all of us. Help us today to delight in serving, to delight in helping others, to get our attention not focused on ourselves, but to really set our attention on you and opening our eyes to what you want and then to how that would mean we bless others, we serve others, we help others, we care for others, we lift others up. We thank you, Lord, there's always room for servants. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that those of us on this live stream, those of us who watch this, we'd become great in your kingdom. We'd have the fortitude and the faith to accept that the world may not doesn't appreciate what we do. The world may even mock and ridicule what we do. But we march to a different drummer. And Father, we we seek a different approval. We we look forward to hearing your well done, good and faithful servant. You say that to us. And we pray, Father, that we'd be like this. I pray today for everyone who serves. We've talked about mothers. I pray today for the moms on here. Give them grace, strength, courage, faith to continue in their noble calling of serving others. We pray the same, Lord, for fathers. We pray for employees, for employers. We pray for all of us, Lord, no matter what our station in life. We pray particularly for our pastors to have the spirit of laying down their life as a servant to others and following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. Jesus, you called us to follow you, and we delight to do it. Where you are is where we want to be. What you do is what we want to do. And so we walk in your ways today. We bless you now. And thank you for this message, this motivation to become great in your kingdom. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thanks for being along with me today. You have a great day. Now, we'll be back tomorrow. Usually, not as many people tune in on Saturday as, as other days. But what I do is I read, read a story from my book, Taking It to Their Turf. I hope you will tune in. It's always edifying. And, um, and meant to help you. So God bless you. Again, make sure you hit the subscribe, notify, like, leave a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. Tell your friends. Let's build our community of people getting the word and pray together every day. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.